Pokemon sucks. 2023. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the the hottest takes. Um, no, it it doesn't. But yeah, well, and this does. isn't in reference to either of last two last year's two Pokemon games, uh, Legends Arceus yeah. or Scarlet Violet. It, it's it's mostly Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't hold um, up on the second playthrough. No, the the story feels worse um, mm. on the second playthrough. <laughs> Because I remember the first time feeling like it was really fun until you hit the end of the story, and then there's all this the dumb sword Bert and shield Bert stuff, and then there's like nothing because all the post game stuff was DLC. Oh yeah, I would have I would have told you before I even played it again that um, the the post game is kind of garbage. Um, oh, but hop. Um, I, I almost called him How <laughs> because mm. they're they're He's White Hop or yeah. White Hop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see you don't you don't even know either why they named well, them let's, so. Let's similarly. just call them Help. If you just say Help, help. <laughs> then, uh, then it could refer to either one. Okay, Help. Um, yeah. I don't even remember what I was gonna say. Um, uh, he's a little dweeb and you get to kick his shit in because he picked the worst starter because that's yeah. what they do now yeah it, see when when your main rival picked the, the starter that's bad against yours um, it, yeah, then, it then makes... you always have one that can beat them you know right. if they had the one that's strong against yours then you actually have to plan around your own weaknesses like, like it, it, it kind of makes sense though when there's like four other rival characters, because um, mm. it's like, oh, one, one strong against you and one is weak against you. Um, but like when, when there's just like one main one and the other one just stays with the final boss, it, it's just kind of lame. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and in Scarlet Violet, you only have the one rival because that's that half is your rival and also the gym leaders and stuff yeah from what i understand though she's basically like giving you um the advantage yeah <laughs> though yeah so like that that at least makes the, sense the, the balance in that game whatever. is completely broken anyway because it's open world and you can just go and level your stuff up like you can level yeah. up by fighting just by doing the auto battle thing. You don't even have to fight. You just stand there next to a Pokemon Center, throw your Pokemon out, let it fight until it gets weak, and then you go uh, heal, uh, heal it up, and uh, do it again. Yeah, it's kind of the same in Sword and Shield because of the the wild area, mm. which is just kind of fun to fuck around in. Um, Sometimes, yeah, like the not, wild area scales to you, your level. I think. Yeah, there, there's not that much to do, but also, um, it's fun to just run around and see Pokemon. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's all that Scarlet and Violet is. So maybe enjoy that one once you get your Pokemon legs back. Yeah, I'll play. Although it I say Le Legends Arceus is better for that because that one is all you know 
if you're fighting Pokemon, something's gone wrong in the catching process because most of them you could just like sneak up behind them and chuck a ball at their head and catch them. And it's it becomes more about like you know following them in their environment, like almost like a monster hunter, except not as involved as that. Yeah, I I do want to play that one, just not anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> Same with Scarlet and Violet. Like I'll give it a few months. Um, mm. Well, when you're ready to play them, though, it will still be fifty to sixty dollars because it's Nintendo. Yeah, that's the that's the only bad thing about not playing them new is that it doesn't matter because it they yeah. never drop in price. Even a pre-owned copy will be more expensive than other pre-owned games. And the the real kicker is that if Nintendo does make a new console and they port them to that new console, they'll probably go up in price. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because that's that's what happens. <laughs> That's yep. literally just what they do. Yep. Um, yeah, on rare occasion when they are desperate, they'll put out like a you know, player's choice edition of a game and put it at a reasonable price, but that hasn't happened at all with Switch. Switch is too successful, it doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, why couldn't it be like the Wii U? Mm. Yeah, I think the Wii, the Wii U, and the GameCube and the 3DS also had, you know, those like player's choice $30 versions of games. I don't know. I just want Switch to have something that I want to buy in the next year. I mean, I know it's going to have Zelda. Hopefully that's good. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but hopefully it's the kind of good that makes me actually care about it. And there's a port of the Kirby game from Wii, which I do want to play because that one came out late in the Wii's lifetime, so I didn't play it as much as I played like Epic Yarn, because that was the first one that came out. Um, so, so Return to Dreamland sounds like you know something I'm definitely going to want to play. But aside from that, unless, you know, the rumored Metroid Prime ports or Metroid Prime, I don't believe, I don't think Metroid Prime 4 is coming out next year, but there've also been rumors of like the GameCube games getting ported to Switch for the last couple of years. And if those finally materialize, then that would be something. Yeah, I've, I've figured out that I don't really like most n- Nintendo franchises, so mm. like I don't play Zelda um i've played like one metroid game mm. um like aside from mario and i guess donkey kong uh which is technically just part of mario um, well i mean there's the donkey kong country games are yeah like separate ish yeah I, I guess it like split off when it went to rare but yeah um yeah, like yeah. there's not many Nintendo franchises I'm like waiting for the next game, right? Yeah, most of the ones I cared about were big in the 2000s and then died off when they transitioned to the 2010s. Now it's all just anime Fire Emblem make the pretty boys kiss games. And I'm bored. 
But I'm yeah, also starting really... to feel like I don't really like video games in general because I, I look at like Xbox and PlayStation and I'm like, I don't care about these either. I just don't care about any of them. I care about God of War, but I haven't played it yet. And mm. I don't really want to get a PS5 because the only game I want to play for it is uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. If I had a PlayStation, I would get it for Spider Man. If I got anything else for it, maybe God of War. And then the usual third-party stuff that's also on Xbox and everything else. You know, I don't really care about Horizon yeah. or Uncharted or... Uh, the, La- definitely, 40, I, w- I would never play Last of Us. It's, just, it's too grim. For the, the 43rd um, Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I used to really like Assassin's Creed, and then I never finished Valhalla. And the new one they announced looks good, but it's only for next-gen consoles, and I don't want to buy a next-gen console if I don't like games that much. Yeah. I I have uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and 3 and the Ezio collection on Switch. And of those, the only one I've really played is Black Flag, because it's the best one. Um, If they ported Origins, I'd love to play Origins again. But I guess I could just turn the Xbox back on if I wanted to play that again yeah i i got off assassin's creed like 10 years ago Mm. (laughs) and i'm very okay with that when did black flag come out like about 2013 oh really yeah yeah i remember because i had it on wii u it was right around when i got out of college yeah because three came out in like what 2011 2010 I, I think it was 2012 because it had that uh, whole tie-in to the 2012 Doomsday Prophecy thing. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that w- that was the whole crux of that game. Is you know the 2012 Mayan calendar Doomsday is happening because of the Forerunner precursor, whatever ancient god things, and Desmond has to stop it by reliving the Civil War for some reason. I'm I'm so glad that storyline went somewhere. Yeah, and then he died <laughs> by the end of that, and then they harvested his corpse to get his memories for Black Flag in uh, the fourth one. Yeah, that 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 whole initial storyline <laughs> yeah. just completely disappeared, didn't it? Well, they like because after four, they they kind of did a little bit with the. The overstory in um, Rogue, there was like Rogue and Unity were supposed to be like a pair of games, but Rogue was really like the sequel to Black Flag, and Unity was such a buggy mess that nobody really cared. Um, But then, and Unity, they didn't do as much with the overstory thing. Uh, When they finally got to Origins, they introduced a new character, uh, Layla, who is the new person on the run from the modern day Templars and you know plugging into a portable animus to relive memories of ancient Egypt or ancient Greece um, and it was I think it was still her in Valhalla I don't know if her story ended up going anywhere but yeah didn't they have one where they like just completely got rid of the the modern <laughs> or Unity had barely anything, and I think Syndicate might not have had anything, like any connection to it. Yeah, they had dropped it, and then they kind of brought it back with Origins. 
the the more it goes on, the more I feel like nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah, they, they just want to play the historical slashy game. Yeah, and, yeah, but not the, with, with not like the historical Origins, sneaky they, game. Yeah, with with Origins, they actually had like after the game released, they made a mode where you can use the game as like school thing of like you know just it's a simulator you can walk around in this virtual ancient egypt that they've made um no fighting no combat or anything it's just explore and learn about history and i assume they probably edited out all the nudity from that because there were a lot of topless women in origins (laughs) but i mean it was ancient egypt of course you know nobody cared about that back then nefertitis yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that could be a title, but I hope we have a better title by the end of this episode. <laughs> We're only 13 minutes in. Yeah, we'll, we we'll haven't get even gotten to the actual topics, aside from Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the story of Sword and Shield sucks. I, I, don't, I don't know whether it's worse than X and Y yet. Mm. I haven't decided. All but. I remember is there's like a president of the Pokemon League slash maybe president of this region, and he had a secret <clears throat> clean energy program that came from like hooking up this legendary elder god or something to yeah a power plant, and then it breaks out. Oh no. Also, this yeah, he, is a bad guy team, but they're not really a bad guy team. It's just a bunch of rowdy fans of one of your rivals. Yeah, the the evil team in this one is easily the least impactful yeah. it, it's ever been. It, it's just like, yeah, these assholes just follow this young girl around, which is kind of weird when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they just cheer her on in her Pokemon League challenge. Um, uh, yeah, and they have a and city the, the, that's basically shut down because they've just taken the whole thing over. Yeah, and the, the that that fucking gym where he's singing, but there's no voice acting, and it's the most awkward shit ever. Mm. Oh my god, that was, that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I, I I think I've seen they do that in Scarlet and Violet too, where there's like a rapper. Yeah. But they, yeah, she still does no like a rap acting. battle thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the rap battle thing wasn't the worst thing in that game because there's also the live streamer influencer who oh, yeah. brings you onto her like Twitch live stream to play Where's Waldo with the chairman. Yeah, I I guess that's either really funny or really cringy, depending on who you are. <laughs> yeah, depending on what you, your thoughts are on influencers and that whole culture. I like the Magnemite hair, though. That's cool. Mm. Um, I have seen that character. I haven't seen a lot of other ones. I saw her because uh, she was like one of the ones but before the game came out that they they made like a video with her in it yeah i i didn't like most of them but i do like the ice one because she's actually got like a a design that feels like someone who would be in a snowy setting you know she's like wrapped up in a scarf um and the scarf has like a little pokeball knitted into the end of it 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, but then the the grass I, guy is just this like craggly faced guy with a vine whip. He's got like an Indiana Jones whip on his hip, and it's like thorns. It's weird. Oh no! It's Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. That that's not a reference he'll get, but um, I remember it. that cartoon existing during Toonami. But I never saw it. All right. I okay, will, you have I to will... show me the vine whip guy from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, he's the prettiest boy you've ever seen. Well, that wouldn't be the grass guy from uh, from this game because he's just got a real rocky looking face. What's his name? Karama. Yeah, he is the. <laughs> I, I love some of this fan art. Oh my god. He, yeah. He uses it as a hair accessory. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's actually part. So he's like an avatar, blue cat guy. What? He's got a special ponytail. Well, like he he wields it in his hand usually. I think the hair thing is just like a, a like evolution of that. Oh, okay. Technique. Okay, whatever. yeah. He's, he's just trying to be Shante. Yeah, he's he whips his hair back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> just giving himself whiplash every time. Oh, this is there's a there's a Funko Pop of him, and it's the worst. Uh, okay, mm. I'm I'm leaving this. This is a cursed place. I'm leaving now. Mm. Um, Before the dead-eyed Funko Pop steals your soul. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, where were we? <laughs> um, Pokemon. getting off topic on Pokemon and how yeah. the story is bad for Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah, it's really bad. Like I, I think, um, what's his name? Bead is the only one that, mm. like, I didn't hate his story. Like I hated him. Yeah, but I didn't hate his story. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. But as rivals go, they actually, over the course of the game, let him have his comeuppance instead of it just being at the end. Right. That he fucks up so bad halfway through the game that he gets apprenticed to the fairy gym leader. And- and then yeah. it develops from there. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I guess Marnie was kind of okay. I mean... Yeah, she's just you know, not comfortable with the amount of attention she's getting. Yeah. I guess that's that's all I remember about her. That's something like that. I don't know. She barely talks. <laughs> yeah. And then this Hop, who's your over-enthusiastic punching bag... Yeah. Who's also the little brother of the champion. Yeah. He's how, except he's not having as much fun. Yeah. <laughs> which is even worse. <laughs> because he he's not even like, oh, hey, congratulations for winning. He's just like, oh, that kind of sucks. I'm never going to be champion now. <laughs> mm. And then it's Leon like, is just Mr. Charizard, man. He has a Charizard. Yeah. That's his personality. And if you pick the if you pick the grass starter, he has two fire starters in his uh, lineup at the end. Mm. So there you go, Just get a ride on or something. Yeah. Mm. Ride on these nuts to victory. Mm. I mean, you just Gigantamax and smash them, 
some absurd thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much I actually have to say about Sword and Shield. Like, it came out, like, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, and we were podcasting at the time, so... Yeah. There, there's Just scroll back through, find one where the thumbnail shows a Wulu on it, and we were probably talking about Sword and Shield on that. Yeah, the the wild area is cool. Um, that's about it. The rest of it is the the story is bad. The character design is good. Um, it's another know, step along it. the way toward open world Pokemon. Yeah, which I think Arceus and Scarlet Violet are both most of the way there, but in different ways. So I guess it'll be interesting to see what they do next and how much they draw from both of those. Because it seems like they're probably working on them at the same time and sharing notes between the teams. Maybe one day they'll release a game that doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not get too crazy. Yeah, that's never going to happen again. That's not how (coughs) modern game design works. Hmm. Uh, I don't want to talk about Pokemon anymore. <laughs> okay. I saw a bunch of movies. Yay. Well, okay, like three movies. Like, I, I saw more than that, but not, like new. New-ish worth talking about. Cause, see, we already talked about Black Adam last time. I've seen it one more time, and it's so fine, I guess. Um, I'm excited because I guess that's the next episode the Flophouse podcast is going to talk about, and I want to hear them dunk on it. Um, but, okay, let's see. I have seen, um, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about Top Gun Maverick, but we've both seen it now. Um, because it, it's yeah. streaming on Paramount Plus, so I, I happen to have that, so I've seen it. Um, it was fine. You know, I, I don't entirely see why it's made like a billion dollars. But I can see why it's the kind of movie that people would see multiple times because it's just like, yeah, that was fine. You know, like Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise as action stars go is nice. He's got kind of a Harrison Ford kind of thing to him where he can be cool and still feel vulnerable. It's like this. He feels like the kind of guy who could get his ass kicked at any moment. But, you know, he's still hanging in there all the time. Yeah, it it seems like like wh- whatever um, I don't know. It it seems like whatever like you know cool guy top Hollywood actor thing he had going on in like the nineties and early two thousands is gone, and mm. he's more going for like relatable. Um, yeah, yeah. Like in lately. this movie, there are wide shots where you can actually see how tall he is. He's not standing on a box trying to look like he's taller than everyone else. He is, you know, shorter than these, you know, young pilots that he's around. But, yeah, I guess his insecurity is worn off and you can accept, like, yeah, I can be cool and short. It's fine. Yeah. It's, you know, my reputation that's giving me the clout, not my, you know, physical height. Right. Plus, when he's in a plane, it doesn't matter. They're, yeah. they're really tall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, being shorter might be better, and that's, I don't know how tight those cockpits are. But. 
They're probably comfortable. Mm. I, mean, I mean, there's definitely a lot of buttons and switches. Pressed everywhere. into them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least when they get in that retro plane at the end, and there's just like buttons everywhere, and they can't figure out which button to hit. Oh uh, yeah, they. Uh... Yeah, before like the all the analog controls. <laughs> yeah. Then there's just like a wall with like a hundred switches. Yeah. I don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like planes, but I've got the slow into one. that depth of uh, what all the no, mechanics like, of the cockpit that, are. That's specifically why I don't play flight simulators. I don't want to know what mm. all 289 switches in the cockpit of an F-14 do. Yeah. I just want to hit the button and shoot the missile and watch the explodey. Yeah, and up is up and down is down, and who cares about yaw or G-forces or uh, any of that? Well, well, the the G-force, yeah, but I like all the other stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the I fly with expert controls, Jade. Mm. Okay, so you do have some meters on there that you have to keep track of. Uh, I mean, just Your like rotation, altitude. <laughs> yeah, altitude, um, basically, yeah, altitude, and I guess pitch. Yeah, um, make sure that you're not flying upside down for too long and crash into yeah. the ground. Uh, believe me, it happens um, yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's one reckless. of the nice things about like Rogue Squadron games because if you're flying in space, there is no up or down. You can just spin all you want. Yeah, that was also really weird in Squadrons, though. Because mm. y- your orientation would just like randomly get skewed, and it would be hard to tell where you're going. Yeah, and you do have to. You look at the radar and see, like, okay, there's an arrow pointing in this direction. I guess I'll just keep turning in that direction until I'm pointed at a person. Yeah, yeah. Like it, at least with like Ace Combat, um, it's like okay, the grid is parallel with the ground, obviously. Um, mm. But how, how does a mini-map mini work in three-dimensional space when there is no ground to use as a reference point? Yeah, they'd have to do, like, the Metroid Prime 3D maps, where it's like the map is rotating with you. Yeah, also, with squadrons, um, I kind of hated, like, moving my shield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like there's just so well, yeah, much when they did the like, micromanagement stuff. yeah yeah or like um no no power to shields all power to engines or all power to weapons which i mean i i guess is like the unique mechanic of it because that's a very star wars thing that they do mm. um but also it's just kind of micromanagey and that's not as fun to me yeah, I never actually finished Squadrons. I think I played the first like level or two of it. Yeah, I, I just found it kind of awkward, honestly. Mm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Top Gun Maverick was was decent. Um, let's see. Yes, I saw the movie Strange World. I have more to say about it, so I think I'll hold that one for just a second. Um, let's see. The first two episodes of season two of Star Wars The Bad Batch are out. And it sure is another Star Wars cartoon. That good, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, they did um, nothing that really felt like it was attention-grabbing. It's just, okay, so the clones are off on another mission for the person, whatever they're working for, and oh no, there's a new Imperial who found out they're not dead after all, so I guess that means the Imperials are after them again. And that's it. And that's the whole first two episodes. That, that seems like a status quo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even remember that they were presumed dead, so... Whatever. Um, yeah, it's just a show to tide us over until Mandalorian Season 3 comes out in a couple months. I think that's the only Star Wars thing I'm excited for. Well, that and, I guess, Visions Season mm. 2, whenever that happens. Yeah, did you see Andor? Or did I just tell you about Andor? Not yet. Okay. That's I, one of the things that's on my list for, like... Is it, I'm not going to watch it until, like, August... For some reason, mm. yeah, it, it's a slow burn, but it's really good for like serious Star Wars storytelling. Um, I have a year-long Disney Plus um, subscription, so I guess I don't have an excuse to not watch it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, anytime. Um, let's see, yeah, um, and then the other thing I watched aside from Strange World was uh see arachnavolt brought it up in media and since i'm still using sean's hbo max i um went and watched teen titans watch space jam it's like it's it was sold to me as you know uh, teen titans doing like a riff tracks mst3k dub over of space jam and it's kind of that except it feels like watching Space Jam with like a hyperactive child because they just pause and fast forward through most of the live action scenes because they're boring. Um, and they, anytime they want to make a joke, it's usually not like a dub over. It's like they freeze frame and do their jokes and then let the movie continue. Um, that sounds and, bad. <laughs> yeah. Also, all the licensed music has been cut out. And some of it isn't that noticeable because, like, they skip over the opening credits or the ending credits. But when they get to, like, the big basketball game, it's just this generic soundtrack playing in the background because they couldn't get the rights to do whatever. Yeah, they couldn't do any of this. So it's. Y'all ready for it's this? Just, no. Yeah, it's just <laughs> generic, you know, whatever music. It, it feels so weird. So yeah, that was that- strange. Otherwise, they also like paused <clears throat> the movie a bunch of times to cut back to Titans Tower, where the Teen Titans. So the the whole thing starts off as the aliens from Space Jam land outside the tower and have a VHS copy of Space Jam, but no VCR to play it in. So they go up to the tower to watch it, and over the course of the movie and the you know cutaway joke scenes that they do. They end up giving their powers to the aliens, and so the aliens all have Teen Titans superpowers, and then at the end they kick the Teen Titans out, and they are the Teen Titans now. That that would probably be better than Teen Titans Go. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it being Teen Titans Go is, it's a status quo that will last until the end of the episode, and then it'll all reset. Yep. I haven't 
watched Cartoon Network in like a year, so mm. I don't even know if that's still all they play or not. Probably. Because like up until, I don't know, like last year or the year before, um, it was like, it was, it was always either Teen Titans Go or um, Gumball. Mm. Yeah, is, I mean, Which is really good. It's the SpongeBob of Cartoon Network. Yeah. Which, which is sad because SpongeBob was a good show. Mm. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if that's still the status of Cartoon Network in twenty twenty three. But, mm. um, but yeah, okay. So, the other movie I watched was uh, Disney's Strange World which is their latest animated feature that bombed in theaters and got released to Disney Plus around Christmas, except my power was out for... I mentioned on the the last episode we recorded it early because I thought my power might go out, and it, it did go out for like three days. So my power was out, and I forgot that they put this new movie up. But a few days after everything was back, uh, I remembered it was there, and I watched it. And it's fine it's not great but it also kind of surprises me that people aren't talking about it more because it's like everything that people ask for in a movie but without that much compelling stuff to make it actually worth watching (laughs) um by which i mean like the main character is a white guy with a black wife and a gay son and a three-legged dog and it's like super wholesome and it's an environmentalist movie with a message about saving the planet and intergenerational daddy issues. And it, it, it was fine, I guess. But, I don't know. It's, it's got all those kind of topics that you'd think people would be all over it, and they're just not. And that's strange. Pun intended. World. Yeah. TM. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, and you, you haven't seen it. Because nope. why would you? Why would anyone? Um and I actually, I think um, maybe my gut feeling, maybe part of the reason it isn't catching on quite as much as other Disney movies, like, you know, like Encanto, I, I thought that one was also fine, but that one caught on really well. And I think maybe Strange World's problem is it doesn't have songs. You know, it's one of those Disney movies, kind of like Atlantis, that doesn't have songs. Um, and also has like a Jules Verne thing, although I think Atlantis had better characters than this one. Um and just, you know, a better plot and everything. I don't know. I'm biased toward Atlantis. Um, but, okay, so Strange World. Uh, let's see. Starts off prologue. We're introduced to the Clade family. Uh, there's Jaeger Clade, who's a big, tough, burly man who's an explorer who wants to go out into the world and punch crocodiles and discover new lands and stuff. Um, and he's got his son... Did I write his... His son has a weird name. I didn't write it. I want to say his son's name is like Scouter or something. He's he's got like an odd name. Um, But his son is like a shy nerd. You know, it's that old cliche. You got the the manly man dad. And you got the shy nerd son who's tagging along, but he's kind of awkward. And he's, you know, like, oh no, he fell off a cliff, but his dad caught him. Woo. Um, But... So they, they're with their expedition group uh, traveling through the mountains 
uh, Jaeger really wants to find what's beyond the mountains, um, but it's getting dangerous, and they end up finding along the way this plant that generates electricity. So Scouter and the rest of the crew are like, hey, why don't we just gather these up and bring these back, and these will change the world, you know, save the world, and you know, this discovery, this is what's important. And Jaeger's like, no, forget about it, we gotta go across the mountains, and so they end up arguing, and it creates a split, and Jaeger goes off on his own, and is not seen again for the next, like, 20 years, so he's presumed dead. Um, but Scouter and the rest of the um, <clears throat> crew, they get the plants, and they go back to civilization, and it changes the world, you know, this new source of clean energy. Uh, creates all kinds of technology. They've got like flying ships and just all kinds of stuff. And yeah, he gets married. He settles down. He has a son. His son is gay. Um, and uh, yeah, and then so then the plants start. They're not producing as much energy as they did. It seems like something is wrong with them. The scientists look into it. They find that there's you know like a hole that leads down into the planet. And, you know, they, they want to send a crew down there to investigate and find... Because they find, like, all the... The plants are all connected in the ground to this, like, giant network. And it goes down into the planet. So something inside the planet is disrupting the, the flow of energy. So they get a crew and they go down there. Um, it ends up including his wife and son, even though he didn't want them to come along because the son stowed away with the dog and uh the you know wife comes and ends up you know what th things go a little crazy the ship crashes uh people get separated they have to explore this underground world that's full of these weird blobby alien things that are kind of cute um and there's just you know a lot of like weird visual things with uh blobby creatures and tentacle creatures um and then, surprise, surprise, Yigo Clade is alive. He's been in this underground world for the last 20 years and grown a giant beard. And he looks like kind of a crazy man. Um, but he's just, he, he's built a makeshift flamethrower and he's just blazing a trail through this underground world. Um, so he joins the crew and him and his son still argue a lot, but they come to understand that they're more similar than they are different. That, like, the dad wants to control nature through, you know, good old grit and force. And the son is more scientific, but he's still essentially, you know, trying to like, control nature. Um, and their son is, you know, the, the third generation. He's more about wanting to like live in harmony with nature. And, uh, you know, th this, th this a whole thing where like one of, the side scenes is them on the ship playing this like, card game that the son brought who's uh, or it, it it's a card game where you basically you, you're trying to create a world you have like resources and you know like, you've got your your wood and whatever your minecrafty stuff you're trying to build like a, a world that all works together and both Scouter and Jaeger are just looking at it like, so when do we kill the bad things? And the son's like, no, that's not the point. You're not supposed to be killing things. 
Um, and it becomes, almost, it's, it's like a meta commentary on the movie itself. That This is a movie that has no villain. Um, and like one of the, I think eager, one, one of them basically looks right at the camera and is like, well, story, how can a game have no bad guy? It sounds like bad storytelling to me. Um, so, is your sound turned down? I barely heard you. Oh, sorry. I was being, I, I turned it down cause I had to oh. sneeze. Um, but I assure you, I was being very sarcastic. Yeah, I, I heard part of it. <laughs> in, in, my, in my praise. I'll hear the rest. In, in my praise for this decision. Yeah, of them lampshading <laughs> their decision to have a movie with no bad guy. Um, How brave. It's the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, so they travel down into the planet and find out um, that the... Uh, I can't remember in what order they make these discoveries, but so it turns out if they got beyond the mountain range, what they would have seen is a giant ocean because the planet is actually a giant turtle that is swimming around an ocean planet. Um, and it turns out that all of these electrical plants are like its nervous system and they, it's there's like an infection happening in its heart and it's been drawing the energy out to try to heal itself but, you know, because they didn't understand the situation, they've actually been making it worse. Um, so I think the turtle thing ends up dying, but then, um, I don't know, that they, you know, they, they, they jumpstart its heart or something. The, there's a sad scene <clears throat> where you think, oh no, the planet's been destroyed because our, you know, wasteful pollution ways have killed everything, but then we fixed it, yay. Um, and then, and then everybody goes back home. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a movie with no bad guy. Uh, it, it's about environmentalism and climate change and, um, uh, and, and stuff. So it was fine. I mean, I can see why it didn't do well, but also it feels like the kind of thing that people would maybe be watching and talking about more now that it's free? I don't know. Yeah, it, it sounds... It, it sounds 100% like generic. <laughs> it, it's hard to tell um, if the movie is genuinely trying to be as open and diverse and you know uh, climate conscious. You know, like It feels like the movie is trying to do a good thing. But it feels like it's trying to do it to a degree that almost feels like it came out of a uh, like copy paste machine. Yeah, I mean that that's that's what it sounds like. Uh, I mean, obviously, I haven't actually watched it, but um, from your description, it just sounds like a collection of like characters and story beats. Uh, yeah, it, it it's a lot of that, nice ideas pushed together into a mediocre story. Yeah. Yeah. It like Disney for like the past ten years has had a weird relationship with its old movies, mm. um, and that that's kind of why that part about not having a villain just <laughs> like yeah, that's kind me. of a thing they've they've done a lot lately anyway. So Encanto didn't have a villain. You know, the mother is kind of 
her grandmother is kind of a villain, but not really villainous. She's just set in her ways. Yeah, like they, they just they they don't really have straightforward villain. Like what Disney movie in the past ten years has had like a straightforward villain? Uh, like the last one I could think of is like Tangled. Yeah, I mean, there's King Candy and Wreck It Ralph. Um, not that he was that memorable. The the rest of that movie was more memorable than King Candy. Um. Yeah. Hans in Frozen did a last minute heel turn yeah but like even that that's not that's not like you know Maleficent Frollo um, Jafar type yeah that's that's just like a dude being a dick yeah I mean now <laughs> I have to remember what movies came out in the last 10 years it's like I, I think Tangled is the last one that I could think of off the top of my head mm. With um, her fake mom. Yeah, and that one's like the first of, you know, the transition to the the 3D era. Yeah. Yeah, that's like... I, I feel like Tangled is like the... It's the middle ground between classic Disney and modern Disney. Yeah, because there was Princess and the Frog, which was the... Well, our experiments with 3D didn't go that well. Let's do 2D again and do it decent. And then Tangled was like the first of the new wave of 3D, but with you know some better scripting than it had going. Yeah, I don't know. Like Disney, it Disney just seems like they're trying really hard to not be Disney, and it's weird to. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's you know I never saw the movie Enchanted. But I, you know, from what I've read about it, that was another one where, like, what made it so novel at the time, because it came out in, like, 2007, was that it was one that was, yeah. like, aware and critical of the tropes uh, around, like, Disney princesses. And and then by the time, like, Frozen came out, they were, like, full force. Every one of their movies yeah. is just, like, making fun of those tropes. Yeah, I, I think it's different like when you make a whole movie that like deconstructs those tropes than just like throwing a one-off in your disney princess movie mm. like this isn't your mom's disney princess movie this is one for the new generation yeah so or like, like in moana like, no, where you, they're you like just... well you got an animal sidekick that means you must be a princess yeah it i mean it it's the same thing with marvel right like the whole fucking mm. Hawkeye. Yeah, I have a bow. Look, I'm a guy with a bow. Fighting <laughs> yeah. robots. None of this makes sense. I'm fighting, I'm fighting evil robots on a floating city and I have a bow and arrow. It doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, f- fuck you, Joss yeah. Whedon. <laughs> you fucking prick. Uh, <laughs> like, just... See, th- this is why movies like Top Gun Maverick um, work. Mm. Because like they they they're just sincere with themselves and they they tell a story, mm. um, like they just live in the world for two hours, mm. um, and they don't feel the need to um, like justify themselves. I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, that that's that's my rant. <laughs> for, well, for this five minute, just just wait another five, and I might have another one.
Yeah, I'm still trying to remember what Disney movies came out in the last 10 years. It's like, I know they did one per year. I know there were two Wreck-It Ralphs and Big Hero 6 that That's everyone forgets. But, too. Oh, yeah. That, well, if we're counting Pixar ones, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the last couple of years of them have been a blur because, you know, like, even if they become popular, they still, they're just like, maybe they get sent right to Disney Plus, maybe they come out in theaters and nobody sees them. Like um, there was Raya and the Last okay. Dragon was yeah. one. Zootopia. Okay. The, the real villain is racist. <laughs> well, the real villain was the chief co-mayor who was uh, stoking people's racist fears to uh, get her other mayor kicked out. Um, yeah, Big Hero 6, which... Which uh, I don't remember. Oh. I've seen it. I remember Baymax and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at this list, like, Disney animation kind of sucks for the past <laughs> decade. They, I mean, it's like Marvel. They make movies that are fine. And you watch them, and, and you, you know, yeah, I can like that. It doesn't really stick, but it's fine. You know, it's better than when they were making, like, Chicken Little and Home on the Range. Yeah, like... Like... You know, Frozen, Zootopia, Moana, mm -hmm. and Encanto. Or well, I haven't seen Encanto, but from what I hear, I thought it was fine. But a lot of people really liked it. I think the main thing is that it has characters who can express insecurities that you don't usually see characters able to express. Yeah, I guess it's more hashtag relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the most popular characters from it are Louisa, who is, like, the buff daughter who feels like she has to go fix everyone's problems all the time, and it's stressing her out. And, um, I can't remember the other one. There's another daughter whose thing is that she's beautiful and perfect, and but she's afraid of people seeing that she's not as perfect as everyone thinks she is. You know, like she, her power, her magic power, she's generating flowers everywhere she goes. But as she starts to accept her own, you know, imperfectness, she will make things with thorns, make like little cactuses and stuff. Like at first it freaks her out, but she accepts this. Like, no, I'm not perfect and I'm okay with that. Yay. And then there's Bruno, um, the, uh,. Guy who's blamed for everything that isn't Dave, his fault, and so he we, we lives can't in the talk walls. about him. I will talk about him. <laughs> Justice for Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to talk about this rat man who lives in the walls, even though he did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea of what any of these characters do, but. Mm. Uh, I don't know, for some reason, like... Well, you have Disney Plus for a year, and the movie's 90 minutes, so if you can find 90 spare minutes in the next year... Well. Oh, don't worry, I am doing the thing I told you I might do. Hmm. Where, um... Oh, you're gonna watch a I Disney another, animated movie? Yeah, I do oh. another one stupid one-year challenge <laughs> that 
stresses me out unnecessarily. <laughs> Are you gonna go all the way back to like Snow White and Bambi and stuff? Snow White, okay, baby. Snow White to whatever the Strange World. Yeah, sure. So you're gonna be suffering for a while through the antiquated ones. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I like Pinocchio. I love Fantasia. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot in here that's, <laughs> like, just looking at the list, it's like, well... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, like, <laughs> some of the older ones are good, but they're still kind of slow compared to, you know, everything's just sped up so much in modern media. Yeah, it, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not looking forward to Lady and the Tramp, but... Mm. I mean, like, um, Jungle Book, I think, has, like, a lot of parts that are just kind of slow or quiet. Yeah, I I think the parts of Jungle Book that aren't music-related um, will not be fun to sit through. Mm. I want to see Robin Hood. I haven't seen that mm. since I was a kid. Yeah, see if you're as aroused but... by Maid Marian as <laughs> much of the internet seems to be. I think, I think it's more... I think people like Robin Hood more than Marion. I mean, there's um, a lot of Marion stuff. There's a Robin, especially Robin in bondage. I think is also a thing <laughs> because he does get tied up at one point. Can Can you wear a ball gag with a with a snout? Yeah, <laughs> like, does that work? Probably. I feel like I've seen that in art. Oh god. <laughs> It's just a matter of getting the straps around the back of the head. Oh, God. Um, yeah, like, I've never seen Black Cauldron. But apparently people like it. It's slow. It. I mean, it, it has... It's, it's kind of interesting. It's not their best. It's definitely not their best. But if you like, you know, fantasy stuff, there, there's something there to it. There's a character who's basically Gollum. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Gurgi. He's like uh, a hairy little golem. Okay, so I'm I'm just gonna go through the list real quick. Okay. Um, and we can like give initial thoughts. Okay. Of like, all, I mean, Snow yeah, we White. Still have another hour. Uh, Snow White. Okay. Uh, I don't I mean, think it probably ends up. I mean, I haven't seen it in, since I was a kid, but I like I. I know it's gonna be slow, but I feel like I'll enjoy it. Mm. Like just as a like a a time piece type deal. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for um, a thing that is sincere in its, you know, story, it is just a fairy tale story. Like it, it has, you know, it, it was the first one, so they weren't, you know, them all being fairy tales wasn't established yet. Yeah. Um. Pinocchio. I know. I I know. I like Pinocchio. Yeah, I mean Pinocchio. There, there's a lot of the early ones that are just a case of like me as a kid saw something in them that freaked me out, and then I don't want to watch them anymore. And Pinocchio was <laughs> one of those. I think something with either the donkeys or the whale freaked me out as a kid, and then I don't, just haven't wanted to watch it since. The, the kids turning into donkeys is is um, like nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's intentional horror scene. Uh, Fantasia. Fantasia is just good, most mm. of it, yeah. I feel like. Um, 
Dumbo, uh, aside from the racism, uh, is probably decent. Yeah, I mean, Dumbo was one of the ones I watched the most as a kid because it had a cute elephant in it. And because my kid brain didn't get as sad as it probably should have at the stuff with, like, the mom in the jail cell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I wasn't even aware of, you know, the racism. And the whole pink elephant scene was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he drank some bath water and now there's pink elephant song. This is fun. Uh, Dumbo on bath salts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he just eats the bring bath cheese. <laughs> oh no, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Are you going to watch um, the live action ones too? Uh, maybe. It depends on how long it takes me to get through these. That might that might be a fun thing to do, mm. actually. Yeah. Uh, well, not fun, but, you know, as a as a comparison. Yeah. <clears throat> um Bambi. Mm. Eh. Yeah. It yeah. it's fine. It's another one that's slow and sad. And just a lot of sing songy songs. Yeah. Um Saludos Amigos with the uh, the Three Caballeros. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've seen clips Me from it, neither. but I've never seen it. I feel like it might be culturally insensitive. <laughs> Probably. But, I mean, I saw plenty of Speedy um, Gonzales as a kid, so... Um, oh, and the movie, The Three Caballeros. Yeah, mm. same. <laughs> oh, those are different. Um, I thought they were the same thing. Yeah, well, one of them is just with um, Donald and uh, the Green Parrot. What's his name? Um, uh, it doesn't matter. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Green Jeff. Yeah. Um, make mine music. I have no idea what this is. Is this just like musical shorts? Yeah, I I assume it's another thing that's like in the vein of Fantasia without the production values of Fantasia. Yeah, there's like three in a row. Make mine music, fun and fancy free, and melody time. I mean, that, that I'm pretty sure that's is just shorts. A lot of what early animation was, and you know, like Looney Tunes. Like Toon is spelled yeah, T-U-N-E because it's, you know, it was like music with cartoons over it. Yeah, they were just like bumpers. Um, yeah. Like, b- before movies got as commercialized as they are now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the novel thing would... with Snow White was that they made a feature-length cartoon instead of, you know, just the little thing you know, before trailers existed. Yeah, like a two-minute short. They, they would just have the cartoon take the place of the trailer. Yeah, I mean they, these are probably decent. Yeah. Um, the Adventures of Ichabod and Mister Toad. It's another one I haven't um, seen. I, I feel like I like the Sleepy Hollow part. Mm. Um, I think I've seen clips of the Sleepy Hollow part. That as a kid, I found scary, but not in the same off-putting way. It was like scary, yeah, but I mean, interesting. It's like a comedic take on it. Mm. Ben Crosby. Um, I think. I mean, I just remember, you know, the horseman pulling off his pumpkin head and throwing it at him. But yeah, right in the right in the camera. Yeah. Um, Cinderella is probably all right. Yeah, it's another you know, early princess one. That's just a straight yeah, like, up fairy tale. Here, here's the thing with 
like the the classic princess movies is like even even when nothing's happening like the animation is usually so beautiful that it doesn't matter yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of atmosphere to like the evil stepmother and oh yeah like that that like scene the use where of shadows like she on just, her face and stuff yeah like she just like stares straight at cinderella and like it, it's like a, a shot from below and she's like staring straight down and the shadows like move in over her eyes it's yeah God damn. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, that's probably fun. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan, again, aside from the racism, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Lady in the Tramp uh, probably does not hold up. Uh, all, <laughs> I I, guess. all I really remember is the spaghetti scene they show in parody over and over. Yeah. I I feel like aside from that scene, it's probably not that memorable. Yeah, although they did um, make a live action version of it for some reason. I think it was like early oh Disney Plus. One of the first ones they put out was a Lady in the Tramp live action remake. Well, yeah, sometimes things suck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sleeping Beauty. Um, that's probably pretty good. Mm. I like Maleficent. I mean, I, yeah, aside from Maleficent, I feel like a lot of the rest of that was like just almost a slower Cinderella. Or not Cinderella, slower Snow White. Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't yeah, have the, it's got the fairies instead of the dwarves. But otherwise, it's kind of the same thing of, like, Princess Hides in the Woods from Evil Queen. Um, 101 Dalmatians, probably decent. Yeah, that's another one. Cruella freaked me out as a kid at the part where she goes nuts and is like driving her car and it's like breaking into pieces and stuff. Uh, I I have a very distinct memory of as a kid in the winter that was on the TV and I decided to just go outside and play in the snow because I didn't want to watch it. I never went outside and played in the snow for some reason. Yeah, it's almost (laughs) like you didn't have enough snow to play in. Yeah. I remember one... Okay, one year. This had to be like 2003, 2004. No, even earlier than that, I guess. No, no. It would have to be... Alright, give me one second. Mm. I have to look something up. Find out when the big snowstorm Uh, was. Well, actually, (laughs) I'm not even looking up when that was. Uh, (laughs) I'm looking up when Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories came up. Um. On the I mean, it's got to be like mid-2000s. 2003, 2004, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it came out in November 2004. Okay, so I'm going to assume this was 2004. Um, either that or the year after. It doesn't matter. Mm. Um, so, like, we actually got a decent amount of snow. And uh, I remember seeing, like, somebody... Like, I I drove to, well, I mean, my my parents drove us to um, family's house for, you know, Christmas. And, like, somebody down their street had made a little snowman, like, a, like maybe a foot high. Mm. Like, just with the, the little amount of snow that they had on the ground <laughs> after the night. And I remember by the time we left, it was... It was like melted over. Like mm. there, there was barely anything left. Mm. There's just like the the base of it. Uh, and that that was the first time I got to play with snow. So mm. there. Yeah. 
I got to share a memory. Yep. There we go. Um, but yeah, 101 Dalmatians probably still holds up. Yeah. I, I feel like Corella's henchmen are probably still pretty funny. Mm. I, I remember them, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, the sword and played the by stone. Hugh Laurie in the live-action remake. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. The sword and the stone... Ah, it's been so long since I've seen it. I know like the Madame yeah, Mim I stuff is f- fun, but... I don't remember much about what happened in the movie outside of that. I feel like it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> but I it's, don't know. it wasn't one know. of my favorites as a kid. Yeah. I I'm I'm open to being surprised. Um the jungle book. I mean, like we said, it's probably just really slow, but the yeah. music is fun. Yeah. Yeah, the King um, Louis stuff might be a little racist, but Oh, is that the orangutan? Yeah, the one I I I think the King Louis thing is like he's inspired by Louis Armstrong, but also he's singing about how he wants to be a man. Oh, uh, well, uh, well, well, we'll find out. Hmm. <laughs> uh, the Aristocats. Uh, mm. I have I have no idea. Again, aside from the potential there's, racism. I mean, the, yeah, there's definitely a racist scene with some Siamese cats, but aside from that, I think it was pretty cute. I mean, it, it's one that's like these like rich cats, and the, the this, like, this old woman, and she's put in her will that the cats will inherit everything. And her butler hates that, so he tries to stuff the cats in a trunk and get rid of them, but then they end up meeting like some alley cats and finding their way back home. Yeah. <laughs> But then, then the cats leave their will to a bunch of dogs, so he has to go and kill the dogs. <laughs> but the dogs leave their will to a bunch of birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that would be a good parody. Yeah, he actually succeeds in killing the cats, only to be told they had a will too. Yeah. Uh, God, that would be fun. Mm. I, I, I wish I was a writer. I, I could write that. Mm. Yeah, that timely um, Aristocats parody. <laughs> Just wait for the live action the, Aristocrats to come. Aristocats to come out. In that the Aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could just make an Aristocats parody that is the Aristocrats sketch with the Aristocats. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, Robin Hood <laughs> again. Yeah, I, I feel like that. it's probably it's probably pretty good. Yeah, we'll see how much of a furry uh, it turns you into. Well, I've seen it before at a young age. Okay, I yeah. Say, yeah, if you've already I'm, seen I'm it not, at the young I'm not that into age, it. <laughs> you would know by now. I don't know. Maybe Marion will make my dick hard. You never know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> Maybe Friar <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's also the one where, since you'll be watching these in order, you get to see just how much animation they lifted off of Jungle Book to be like, right. well, it's, we made... Uh, it's only one movie. Yeah, we made Little John just Baloo, and we're just going to copy all our Baloo animation. To... 
his animation yeah, cycle. It's only one movie apart too. The Aristocats is the only one in between. Yeah. Of uh, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, like probably top tier. I love Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe those are classics. Maybe as yeah. maybe as an adult, I won't like it as much. You never know. But I don't know. I think there's just a simplicity to the Winnie the Pooh stories. That yeah. Yeah. I still love Winnie the Pooh. I'm I'm, I'm confident that I'll, I'll still like it. Mm. Um, the Rescuer is probably decent. Hmm. Um, Fox and the Hound. I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> that's <laughs> that one's probably pretty low, to be honest. It's definitely one I watched as a kid. I don't remember that much about it, and what I've heard about it since doesn't sound great. Yeah. Um, Black Cauldron. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. People apparently really like it, but it did fail. It's got so. some inter. It's more like the animation. It's got some cool things plus you know if you're a lord of the rings nerd there's some things that feel similar to lord of the rings in it i i like the peter jackson movies (laughs) yeah i mean there's a character who's basically Gollum. there's a bad guy the horned king who's just he's got like a skull face and a big cauldron and stuff i don't know it's not their best, but it's got some cool ones. Yeah. Um, the Great Mouse Detective, I feel like, is better. I than love the Great Mouse Detective. I, I mean, I don't know if that's the popular opinion, but I think it's awesome. I think the people who know about it love it, yeah. but it's still just not talked about that much. Yeah. Oliver, Oliver and Company, I, I liked as a kid, but I don't know if it'll hold up. Hmm. Yeah, that's one I think I mostly liked and then got a little freaked out by the bad guy at the end. But aside from Yeah. I think he's just like a like a a guy like that's always in shade with like a cigar. Yeah, I think he had like a cigar and, like, and like sunglasses or something and he's got like two Rottweilers. Yeah. Um yeah. This is probably one one that furries like a lot too. <laughs> mm. I mean, you know, the ones who are in a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Oliver and Company, they're more animal. It's like they're, they're talking yeah. animals, but they're not, like, humanoid talking animals. But also, I, I could see on the poster, there's, there's like, a female dog who just has, like, human hair for some reason. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's the hot, busty girl dog. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look that one up. <laughs> um. Little Mermaid, top tier. Mm. Um, Rescuers Down Under. I actually haven't seen it, but people talk about it like it's really it, great. So. Yeah, it's one of the ones that gets overlooked among the really good ones. Yeah. I saw that one a lot more than I saw the original Rescuers. Is this the first sequel? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's a sequel, but they had it wasn't like direct to DVD crap sequel it was like a theatrically released sequel yeah 13 years wow um beauty and the beast top tier Mm. i mean we're hitting the disney renaissance they're all top tier except pocahontas (laughs) Mm. which is still fine 
Aladdin, top tier. Lion King, probably the best. Mm. <laughs> um, Pocahontas, not not great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Um, Hunchback, like super great, but also dark and not really a mm. kid's story. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Hercules, dumb but still very fun. Yeah. Um, Mulan, not amazing. N- I mean, not as not as good. Like we're on the downslope of the Renaissance, right? I I guess I don't know. I still I love Mulan. Like M- Mulan is, I'd, I'd say it's like almost as good as like the the top tier ones, but just not quite there. Yeah, I don't know. I I would disagree. That, that's how that that's fair. That's just mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah, I think I have a higher from, opinion of like Mulan, Tarzan, Atlantis, Treasure Planet, Emperor's New Groove. Like all those, I still would say are awesome. Damn, you had them like in order, except for Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, I never saw Dinosaur, and that was, I guess, their first three D movie. Oh, was that God, the one that they were trying to do, like, uh, you know, no voices, just yeah. Like, animated but people were like what the fuck is this shit and so they dubbed in a bunch of dumb voices over stuff yeah i think it went through like half of its production as just like a a silent yeah like, like documentary. a nature documentary yeah and then um and people they, were like this is a it. disney movie you should put voices <laughs> in here and fart jokes yeah yeah they ruined it it yeah. it had a chance to be like if not great, then at least v- very interesting. But then mm. they ruined it. Yeah. Um, Tarzan, good. Yeah. Um, Fantasia 2000, I don't... That's another remember. one I haven't seen. Yeah. I, I know um, people say it doesn't hold up to the original. but Yeah, I mean, it's probably still interesting. Mm. Um Dinosaur, terrible. <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> might be the worst one. They've had really bad luck with dinosaur movies, because there was also the good dinosaur for Pixar that is probably the worst Pixar movie. Yeah, there's also... Uh, what's that? Was that... Um, God, why can't I remember the name? Um, the guy who made All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh, Don Bluth. The dinosaur the, yeah, the don- the dinosaur. The we're back movie. a dinosaur story. Right. Yeah. Um, that also didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, I guess dinosaurs just don't work outside of Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park is awesome. That's probably what kicked sequels. off the dino craze. Was like, Jurassic yeah. Park hit big, and suddenly everybody wants to do a dino thing. And I don't think any of them really, really stuck around. Um, I guess people like Turok. <laughs> That's mm. not the only other dinosaur thing I can think of. Has there been a Turok since? I mean, I know there's been like a couple since the heyday in the N64 PS1 I th- days. But. I think I think there was one, um, in like the 2000s maybe mm. that didn't do well. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, the Emperor's New Groove. It's just it's extremely dumb entertaining, and silly, and awesome. Yeah, like it, it's it. I can't call it one of the top tier ones because, like, it, it's not like moving and meaningful. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just 
probably the most fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, if it's going to be other. fun and irreverent, then. Yeah. Um, Atlantis, it, it's it's pretty great. It, but yeah, nobody likes I love it, it but. <laughs> I mean, I think, and I think part of that might be, you know, people going into Disney stuff expecting a musical, and it's not a musical. It's an animated. It's basically like, you know, like, like the Stargate movie, or like some of those early. Uh, what what's the name of that guy? The, the guy who directed like Independence Day and stuff. Oh, um, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. It kind of feels, you know, like one of those like yeah. early Roland them like definitely like Stargate. There's a lot of stuff in common, but it's that kind yeah. of a movie, yeah. except animated. Yeah, it's like a cross between like in like a classic adventure serial and like the the modern like disaster movie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like team of adventurers discover a world and have to save it from one of their own who's working for you know some like evil military contract thing and yeah it it feels a lot like hunchback of notre dame except um not a musical like a com- well just like in a completely different direction mm. like like instead of you know like how do i explain it um i mean yeah like not 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 even like Hunchback of Notre Dame is like a you know ma- mature, more down to earth story aside from the gargoyles. Um, mm, yeah, but but yeah, it is still like a Disney musical. Whereas at Atlantis is that same thing, except it, it's nothing like what Disney put out before. Yeah, yeah, and and I think is Treasure Plane at the next one. No, it's Lilo and Stitch, which is oh, also pretty, yeah, that, pretty yeah, great. That was awesome, yeah. Yeah, I think that window is just like the peak era for me as a child watching these. Yeah. Because I was born in 1990, so I would have been like, you know, 9 to 12 in that uh, Tarzan to Lilo and Stitch range. Yeah, my my sister was born in the late 80s. Um, So like by the time I came around... Um, we already had like all the all the Disney Renaissance movies, except for for the Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I did too, and and even like the older ones. But I think the '90s ones just felt more fun. And and then yeah, those early 2000s ones were also good. Yeah. I dropped off before Brother Bear, which I I like. I know people who really like that one. It didn't impress me that much when I saw it. I guess it was yeah. If I'd seen it at the right age, I probably would have liked it. Yeah, Brother Bear is another one where like it's it's just really different. Like I don't think it's a musical at all, right? Hmm. Nah, I don't. Um, I don't think so. I guess they must have been in a stretch of that because it was like Atlantis wasn't Lilo and Stitch isn't a musical, but does feature a lot of Elvis music. Um. Yeah, but it's not like a. You know, like stage musical, stage musical. Yeah, there's no people like singing the music. It's just part of the scenes. Like they'll do a montage with an Elvis song. I guess that actually started with like Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarzan had a lot of um, Phil Collins. 
There, yeah, there were a lot of Phil Collins songs in Tarzan, but yeah, I don't think anyone was singing them in the scenes. Yeah, all the all the music was non diegetic. Yeah. Um it's like Fantasia and Dinosaur and then Emperor's New Groove, like there was a music there's a musical uh scene at the beginning, but it's not a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Atlantis isn't Lilo's yeah, Atlantis Stitch. definitely isn't. Lilo's Stitch has the non-diegetic Elvis. Um, Treasure Planet just it, isn't. Treasure at all. Planet, yeah, it doesn't. It's it's an adventure movie. By the way, I really want to see Treasure Planet mm. um, because I know some people like it. But I love it. it yeah. Ooh, eh, I want to. I want to see it, but mm. that's probably not going to be till like August. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think people might have been a little off put by. It, it, it's kind of like D&D Spelljammer, where it's in space, but people are flying boats around. So you yeah. just have to accept that, that there are boats in space, and these are like, you know, colonial time sailors flying through space, but also they have space technology. And it's, it's a weird mix, but, you know, if you accept it, it works. I 100% accept, um, like anachronistic uh future technology and like stories that are being adapted in the wrong time period yeah <laughs> like i, yeah, I think i, I mean, think that shit's cool <laughs> it's very anime in that kind of a yeah. sense like oh what what classic story did they adapt to anime and it's like really good um i mean i've seen a captain harlock movie that's also like you know sailors and sp- although that one they were in like an actual spaceship but it's still no, but like sensibilities it's, of pirates. It, it's like an actual like class, well, classic. Um, just give me a second. <laughs> Here's my like fourth Google of the episode. Mm. Oh, was it this one that was based on the Count of Monte Cristo? It might be. I think it is. And anyway, it's it's really good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what, what a useless. <laughs> what a okay, useless so back on the Disney was. list. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Home on the Range. Oh boy. Mm, we're getting into we're, the we're dark hitting, times. Yeah, like I'm just gonna say the next five. All right, mm. and tell me which which one sounds the best and which one sounds the worst to you. Okay. Sounds um, or that I know from having seen. Them? Well, if you if you've seen them recently, I think I've, you I I might have seen most of them. Well, I don't think I've seen Home on the Range, but I've definitely seen Chicken Little. I might have seen yeah. Robinsons. Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, and Bolt. Bolt was like, surprisingly not bad. Like to. Like to me, like I don't know, either Meet the Robinsons or Brother Bear. I haven't seen Bolt, so I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean Brother Bear, maybe uh, Bolt. It gets a lot of flack for some reason, but it's and, and it was also it was like the height of Miley Cyrus popularity, and she's one yeah. of the voice actors. But the main act, it's main, it's John Travolta playing a dog who is on a TV show where he has superpowers. And he's been basically gaslit to believe that he really does have superpowers because the director is this eccentric weirdo who thinks 
the dog will give a better performance if he believes he really has the superpowers that we're, you know, doing special effects around him to make happen. Um, and he ends up That's... getting offset and discovers he doesn't have superpowers, and he teams up with a cat and a hamster, who is like his biggest fan. And um, and the, the three of them have to get back to the studio, um, and and yeah. Yeah, Bolt. That's such a weird. I, I think the the thing is that at this point, like the the talking animal Disney movie, it kind of played its course. Mm. So they. Well, I mean, because with Bolt, Bolt was the first one that happened after John Lasseter moved from Pixar over to Disney, and I know, you know, as a person, there's you know some issues with him, but as a storyteller, he's really good. Um, and you could see in Bolt that, like, that, that was when Disney Animation started getting their act back together after things had yeah. fallen apart for a few years. Yeah, because the, the next few are, are, like, great. Yeah. Um, but, okay, between Chicken Little and Home on the Range, like, which one do you think is going to be worse? I haven't <laughs> seen Home on the Range. Chicken Little wasn't Chicken Little. great, but it did have this funny fish character who I liked. Okay. There's a character called Fish Out of Water, and he's a fish who wears a goldfish bowl over his head that's full of water. And he, he when he talks, it's just and and that's it. It's just bubble bubble sounds. All right. Oh, uh, okay. So here's a little anecdote about Chicken Little from my childhood. Mm. Um. So, my one of my sisters had Chicken Little for the GameCube. Mm. Um, which you know, not a good game, but you know, it's one of the games you have as a kid. Yeah, um, would it be good to have on Game Grumps someday? Probably, it's probably not. Not the kind of I thing mean, they would bother. I mean, with. actually, maybe because <laughs> they played some like weird, shitty like PS2 era games. Yeah, like <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it might be like. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to like play it again to see exactly how bad it is and mm, if it's bad. See in if the it's right way. worth petitioning Aaron to boot up yeah. Chicken Little. Just <laughs> send him a game, a copy, of, a copy of Chicken Little for GameCube. Well, he's he's probably gonna emulate it. Yeah, it's probably just easier to record that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's what they do for a lot of those older games, just to screen yeah. capture it. They won't play Ace Combat because it's not a good format for their show, but mm. <laughs> that, that doesn't stop me from wanting them to. Mm. Anyway, um, so my sister had Chicken Little on the GameCube, and one time my my cousin came over and played it, and uh, she overwrote uh, her, her save mm. um, on, on accident. And my sister got really mad <laughs> over, mm. over Chicken Little for GameCube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's just funny. Like, I mean, I guess if the like, game is that hard, it's like, oh shit, I have to play through all of it again. Yeah, it was kind of like I think it was like a collectible adventure, but mm. I, I don't I don't remember enough. It's a it's a bad platformer. I'll just leave it at that. Mm. Um, 
Anyway, uh, Meet the Robinsons probably decent. Yeah, I, I think I it was remember. it's better than it should have been. Yeah, Princess and the Frog is pretty good. Not, yeah, not super great, but pretty good. Yeah, it was you know um, one of their steps in a better direction. Yeah. Also, I'll just give it credit for having two D animation again. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been would have been nice. You know, the, there's a divergent timeline multiverse somewhere where that movie hit so big that Disney went back to doing 2D animation instead of going all in on 3D. God, I wish. Because <laughs> that that was what they were going for. It's like they wanted to do 2D again because they're trying to recapture the spirit yeah. of the old stuff. And they and they went back to the princess well too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were doing because that was you know part of the trend toward what we complained about earlier of the self-aware princess things of being like, we're going to do a new princess movie and it's going to be 2d and it's going to be classic and it's going to have like a good moral lesson and stuff. But also we're going to try to be a little more like self-conscious and socially conscious about the idea of like, well, you know, you don't just get handed everything. You got to work for it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, she she saves the prince instead of the prince saving her or whatever. Yeah. Or they or they save each other. I don't re- exactly remember what happens in, in the movie. Yeah. It's been a while. I've watched it somewhat recently, and I don't remember them. I think I half watched it. Because, you know, I, I, play, I think I'd mentioned a while back playing the Disney villainous board game. And uh, Dr. Facilier is one of the characters in that, so I wanted to watch the movie again and remember what his deal was. You know what? I'm just realizing. Um, whenever I go, th- go through this, I need to have a Jim Cummings counter mm. uh, for every movie that he's in. Is it all Because of them? he's in a lot. Yeah. Um, like, let's see. I know he's in Aladdin, he's in Lion King. Um, I'm pretty sure he's in Hercules. I think he's the centaur. Mm. Um, this is just off memory, too. I know he's in Princess and the Frog. At least Mm. I'm pretty sure it's him. I'm going off of memory, but, like, he's got, he's got to be in more of them. (laughs) Yeah, so he's like, uh, what's his name? The, The guy who's in every Pixar movie. Oh, yeah, um... The guy who plays Rex? Uh, maybe? Or, or did he play Ham? I think he did Ham. John Ratzenberger? Yeah, I, I think he did yeah. Ham, yeah, and then was... he's done a voice in, just like a cameo voice in every Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got the character wrong, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that, and then the number letter come you know, A113, I think, shows up in every yeah. Pixar was movie it, in some way. Was that... The- was that their studio number or something? Yeah, something like that. I think it shows up as like the license plate on the Pizza Planet truck, and then yeah, like it's the code that flashes in Wally when the, um, you know, the protocol to go back to Earth. Uh, should I add Pixar to this list? <laughs> we can go through them separately. We've still got thirty minutes and yeah. just another decade to go through. Uh, Tangled's really good. Mm. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Have I seen that one? 
I haven't. I, feel like I, have. I know there was a newer one, but I haven't seen it. And that was actually uh, that one's also two D. So I guess that's yeah. the last two D one they did. Yeah. Um, Wreck It Ralph is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like, like Wreck It Ralph. The first half of it is really good, and then they get stuck in the Candy Kingdom, and it yeah, just kind of falls off. That's fair. Uh, Frozen's pretty good. Yeah, not maybe not like super international smash hit for twenty years. Good, but yeah, it it's <laughs> what do a I bit know? hyped for what it is, but you know it caught on with the right audience. So yeah, but as as it is, you know, there could be worse movies that got that much acclaim. Oh yeah, it, it could be a lot worse. Um, it could be Big Hero Six. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Big Hero 6 is probably fine, but I've only seen it once, and I thought it was fine, and then I never really wanted to watch it again. But not not because I didn't want to watch it, just because why would I watch it? Yeah, it's not terrible, it's just not memorable at all, aside from Baymax. Yeah, I know there's some kind of twist where, I don't know, like there's like an explosion in the main character's brother dies but then it turns out someone you weren't expecting was behind it yeah like your mentor or something i don't remember yeah um zootopia pretty good yeah i don't know it it was it's a fun movie i mean it's you know depending where you're at on the political spectrum it can make you ask some questions especially with how pro cop it is but um but I mean, it, it's fun. Uh, Moana, I think, is better than people give it credit for. Yeah, no, I think Moana's like of the new princess movies. It's probably my favorite. Yeah, like above Frozen and Tangled and Encanto and any of those. Okay, and I haven't seen any of the other ones. <laughs> okay, but well, read them. All. I hear, I, I hear they're not great. Um, Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, that one's. I mean, it's got some funny gags in it, but it's not great. Uh, Frozen Two. <laughs> I barely remember it. Uh, I remember the promotion for it more than I remember the movie itself. It was one that came out a few months before the pandemic hit, so I don't think it got to have the legs it would have had otherwise. But even then, it's just it's fine. You know, I don't even remember, I barely remember what happened in it. Except that Olaf dies. So maybe you'll like it for that. Olaf nice. dies in it. But, nice. Um, Fuck you, Josh Gad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Elsa wearing, like, are her clothes just, like, made of ice? I don't think, maybe it's just, like, thematic. I mean, the whole thing was her, like, discovering more about her ice powers and where the magic comes from and stuff. Like and in, people in this... thought it was going to lead to like, oh, there's other elemental princesses, but there's not. It's just also <laughs> self-discovery journey continuing. Good. I'm just like looking at this poster, and it's like she's basically wearing body paint made of mm. ice. It's weird. <laughs> That's what it looks like, because <laughs> it looks like it's like bonded with her skin. Um. Ryan the Last Dragon, the movie that got Lindsay Ellis killed. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it once. It was fine. 
it tries to do some uh, interesting stuff, but it was mostly just fine. Yeah, it didn't look that good. Yeah. Um, Encanto, the one everybody likes. Yeah, it's got hashtag relatable characters. It didn't do well in theaters because everyone just expects Disney movies to be on Disney Plus now. So when it got there, it got big. But, um, yeah. And it has the guy from Hamilton. Mm. But he's not Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, that's all of them except the new one. Yeah, except Strange World. Yeah, which oh, yeah, sure is strange. Uh, so do we want to do the Pixar ones? Yeah, I. They probably won't be laid out like this mm. was on Disney's website with all of them. Well, actually, while you're finding those, I need to take a quick pee break. So okay, I'll be right back. Go break some peas. Yeah. Hey, audience. You want to hear something funny? Butts. Okay, so, Toy Story. I didn't say anything while you were gone. Okay, I won't hear it later. <laughs> Good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at first, I, I, I just want to say, like, every, every one of these movies until, like, Cars 2 is pretty great, except mm. for Cars. <laughs> Um, and Cars One was fine. I mean, it's better than people give it yeah. credit for. Yeah, it's not. It's not up to Pixar quality though. Because mm. I, I mean, like I'm just gonna list all of them off before Cars Two, and you tell me what the weakest link is. Mm. Um, Toy Story: A Bug's Life, Toy Story Two: Monsters Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, and Toy Story Three. And then Cars too. <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, a Bug's Life and Cars are the only ones that I, yeah, I'd say a Bug's aren't. Life I like, but that might be nostalgia. Cars I thought was fine. If anything, Up. <clears throat> I think the first like five minutes of Up are amazing, and then after that, it's just boring. Just a- after the whole you know musical retrospective of his life. Um, it just gets like, what the hell is this? He's going to a jungle to. Uh, he's going to a, a strange who, world. Yeah, he's, he's going to go look for a place to set his house down in South America and runs into a bunch of dogs that are talking through electronic necklace things that are all working for a guy who must have been like 20 or 30 years older than him. Except they look like they're the same age now. Um, like, I don't know, he got weird. But the yeah, I, the opening is like yeah, you know, like Apex Pixar. Although I, I also have mixed feelings on because as as that trend went on, you know that that last block of those movies, Ratatouille is really good. It's got just this really good gut punch of a fine, you know toward the end with the critic and like going back to his childhood and stuff, um, and like Wally. Really good, got some gut punch scenes up the whole opening act as a gut punch, and that's the, like the stuff people talked about. And then, like, Toy Story 3, I, I feel like it started to tip too far into that. Like, it kicked off yeah. a trend uh, for a while, it's only let up recently. Um, Pixar movies became the movie where you're going to cry by the end, 
like I think I feel like you know Up was probably a part of that. Toy Story three was the real kicker that it became like a mandate. Like we need to make people cry for this movie to work, and it kind of put me off Pixar after Toy Story three. Yeah, like I, I don't think I watched any of them after <laughs> Toy Story three. Actually, you've probably seen the Inside Out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've I've definitely seen Inside Out. I've I've seen enough of Cars too <laughs> to know that it's not good. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. I've seen it recently because sometimes I just like to watch bad things when I don't want to think about them. Um, and yeah, it was <laughs> it's just dumb. Um, and I've. You know, I've, it's, I've it's like watching Brave. Batman v Superman. This doesn't demand my attention, so I can just <laughs> right? let it play. Um, and I've I've seen Brave just because I have a type. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Brave was the interesting one where that year they flip flopped, and Pixar they, did the they, princess movie. Yeah, and Disney did the movie about what if video game characters were real. Yeah, which feels like Pixar's kind of deal. Because a lot of their movies are just like, what if non-human thing was actually alive? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, see, I think the only movies that they had about like actual human people are Incredibles and Up before that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Incredibles, it's like, they're superheroes, but they are humans and it's human drama. Um, and Up... Is yeah, an old man, and the gimmicky thing is just that his house is full of balloons. Yeah. Um, Which I can kind of see how that movie got so far off track anyway, because it feels like the kind of thing where probably somebody just drew a concept art of old man in a house with balloons flying it through the air, and then they had to sit down and figure out a story from that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't... don't no, how do they? You know what it feels like? It feels like it was a, it was a, sh- like one of their shorts, mm. like uh, a how you know, old man house, but bunch of balloons. Yeah, because that seems like a thing that they could, you know, uh, you know, get in and get out in three or four minutes. Yeah, um, if they'd done just the start of that movie as one of their pre-movie shorts, it would be amazing. Although probably people wouldn't talk about it as much. Yeah, because. It, nobody really talks about the shorts i really like the short that came with inside out the the lava one mm. <laughs> it, it's it's really cheesy but it was also cute uh, you remember that one i remember that there was one about lava but i don't remember what happened in it, it, it i think it's like two islands and they're in love or something mm. um I know a lot of their shorts are just like short little romance stories. Yeah. Like one of the oh, early yeah. ones was a snowman in like a snow globe or something and he had the hots for like a bikini girl inside of another snow globe but couldn't get oh, yeah. out of the snow globe. Was it like a, a hula girl like dash uh, dashboard figure or something? Yeah. yeah. It was something like that. It, you know, I think it was called Knickknack because it's just these knickknacks and there's the snowman and he's stuck in his snow globe and he wants to go to the hot bikini girl but he's got to find a way out of his snow globe yeah um oh then 
the Pixar short with the the guy playing chess with himself. That's a classic. Oh yeah, that one. That one's great. Uh, the there's like one with a bunch of birds sitting on a line and they're all annoying. <laughs> uh, I like the one with the the jackalope too. I don't I don't remember what movie that was paired with, but mm. um, it's yeah, like a fun little musical. One. It's like a fun <laughs> little musical thing with a jackalope that jumps all over the place. Yeah, the ones I watched the most of were back when I watched movies on VHS because you couldn't skip them on VHS. So yeah, yeah, yeah like Gerald's game, the the chess one was before Bugs Life. Um, whichever one was before Monsters Inc. That's when I had on VHS. Finding Nemo was the first one I got on DVD. So I think the short on that one I probably still watched because I watched more bonus features back then. Yeah. You know what's weird is that um like from now on kids won't change like uh video mediums anymore. Mm. <laughs> they'll just all be digital. Yeah. And they'll just watch them on whatever they want. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean the old media still exists. Like as a kid I you know, well, I guess VHS was current, but as a kid, I had an Atari twenty six hundred. So, you know, even though Super Nintendo or N sixty four was the current thing, I still knew about games from the seventies. Yeah, like I, I had a Super Nintendo, but only like after, um, only like after Nintendo sixty four was like already on the downslope. Yeah, they were transitioning the. GameCube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think I had a current gen system until late GameCube when I got a GameCube. Yeah. I I got a PS2 like for my birthday the year after it came out. My birthday's in summer. Mm. <laughs> so, I got one like probably 6 months after it came out. I'm like, "Holy shit, way to go, dad." Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I did have a Game Boy Advance like 2 years into it cuz Kirby Nightmare in Dreamland yeah. was one of the first games. I got for it, and then Pokemon Ruby was uh, one that I got when it was released, or like right around release. Uh, should we talk about Pixar? Movies? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because the thing with Pixar movie, <laughs> I remember, you know, that up to Toy Story three, and then like Brave and Cars two, and then my memory starts falling. Like there was Monsters University, yeah, yeah was that's one the of next those. One. That's the next. Okay. And that one, I remember being better than I thought it would be, but it's still not the kind of thing I really feel like I need to go back to Yeah. Watch. Like, um, after after Toy Story 3, they definitely take a like noticeable dive. Yeah. And then they come back with Inside Out, which is pretty great. Yeah, but that one um, was just kind of a blip, because there still hasn't been much... Cause, yeah, I mean, okay, so there was Monsters University. Was Good Dinosaur the next one? <clears throat> no, it was Inside Out. Oh, okay. I thought Inside Out was after. <laughs> no, and I mean they might be the same year. I yeah, remember. I, I remember both were like 2015. Was it? Yeah, Inside Out was definitely 2015. The Good Dinosaur. I thought um, that might have been 2014, but maybe it got pushed back and it was 2015. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the the last list with the the Disney animation had uh, years. This one doesn't. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, the 
Good Dinosaur, which I think is probably like their consist- consensus worst movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's bad. It does have a funny scene where they get drunk on berries that they eat off the ground and they just trip out for a while, but otherwise it's bad. Uh, Finding Dory, which is probably alright. Yeah, that one, it's another one. It's like Monsters University. It's one of those sequels where it's better than it has any right to be, but also I don't feel like I need to go back and watch it again. I know that's one that, like, you know, certain types of neurodivergent people have said, like, yeah, this actually this really speaks to me and the struggles I go through because it's, you know, focusing on Dory and her memory issues and trying to find her family, but she can't remember anything. Clearly, just these like little blips. Yeah. Um, and then there's Cars Three. <laughs> yeah, I I've probably watched it. I don't remember except. You know the general impression that it was like Cars Two was a joke. It was just a like a James Bond spy action thriller, except starring Mater. So it's like a get smart kind of thing. You know, it's it, it's a funny joke movie. Um, Cars Three was more of the old man having to adjust to the new times, but also showing why the old times were better. You know that kind of sports movie because it's lightning mcqueen but now it's like 10 years later and uh all the cars train on simulated highways now and they don't know what it's like to drive on a real dirt track and you know like we did back in the good old days i think your volume's down again yeah fuck um <laughs> uh, yeah car sequel not good uh <laughs> Coco. Coco is one that everyone loves, and I, I'll admit it's it's got some good parts to it. I just can't stand the overbearing grandma. I love the way it looks, but I haven't seen the whole thing. I've mm. seen parts of it, but not the whole thing. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it it really has a lot of heart to it. Um. I just can't stand one of the characters in particular. Fair. Uh, Incredibles Dose. It made a billion dollars for some reason. Even though it's just Superheroes. Yeah, it's a retread of the first one with... Surprise, the villain is just a person who's jealous of people with superpowers again. Um, Does Mr. Incredible learn to love his family again? Uh, yeah, actually, I think they reversed the, you know, it's Mr. Incredible is the one stuck at home taking care of the family, while Mrs. Incredible is the one who's, you know, whining and dining with the other superheroes and becoming, you know, separated from her family because she's, you know, off doing superhero stuff. But otherwise, a lot of the plot beats are just the same as Incredibles 1. Yeah, this this is and, a really and it's a sequel. sequel that, heavy. Yeah, it's a sequel that came out like fifteen years later, but it's set like the day after. <laughs> this is a very sequel heavy um, part of Pixar's history. Mm. It's like four four sequels in a row, except for Coco in the middle. Yeah, and it's weird because like Toy Story two only happened because Disney Animation was going to make one whether or not Pixar was involved. 
And so Pixar had to step in and say, no, we don't want you to ruin this. We're, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Um, that yeah, was that's the how, first. That's how reluctant they were to do any sequels. But then, yeah. I guess post Toy Story 3 making a billion dollars, they said, yeah, let's make more. Do prequels and sequels. Uh, all kinds by of By the way, Toy, Toy Story 2, the first big emotional gut punch. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I can still hear that song in my head. And yeah. it stresses me out. No, somebody loves you. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, one well, of them. Just read the titles. I, I've seen all of them at least once. Toy Fory. Oh, yeah, that one... Uh, it's fine. It, it's not the strongest Toy Story. It, yeah, I don't remember that much about it. I mean, I think it was successful because it's another Toy Story, but it really doesn't stand out. They've got girl boss Bo Peep. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they brought Bo Peep back, and it's you know, like the toys at the end of three were given to Bonnie, and now they're, I think, like adapted. I don't know. It, it, it's another one where it's like feels like they're all getting old even though it's not you know they're faced with their own mortality like they are at the end of toy story 3 it's just toys getting old they're plastic they'll live for a thousand years yeah um onward that one is that that's the one that i've talked about on this show before and how much you know it's Real when it hits, it really hits. It's the one with the brother who's also who's really like his real dad, and it's like, oh boy, that's you know, so emotional. Who, who looks like he should be played by Jack Black? Yeah, I think that one's Chris Pratt. I think Chris Pratt's playing weird, the older brother. <laughs> yeah, and then and it was Spider Man. Yeah, and Tom Holland's playing the younger brother, and yeah, and they're trying to. Uh, you know they live in a D and D world, but it's modernized, and they're trying to use magic to bring back their dad for one day, um, just to spend time with him. Because the younger brother never really even knew their dad, and the older brother feels bad because when his dad was sick and dying in the hospital, he, you know, was too scared to go talk to him before he died. That's that's what the kids call a big oof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it gets really emotional, but it 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 works. You know, it doesn't feel yeah. like it's. I mean, it, it is one of the ones that it's trying to make you cry by the end. But I feel like it works. Okay, like maybe maybe I just have stopped paying attention at this point. But mm-hmm. I've barely heard anything about any of these next movies except for Turning Red. They were all released straight to Disney Plus. Onward That's was the why. first one that was in theaters when the pandemic hit. And they put it onto Disney Plus immediately because everything locked down and no one could go out. And then after that, every Pixar movie since hasn't even gotten a chance at a theatrical release. It's, except Lightyear. Lightyear did. Yeah. But the rest of them have just gone straight to Disney Plus. And the Pixar animators aren't happy with it. I, I, I can understand why, because... Like, I haven't heard anybody talk about Soul. Yeah. (laughs) 
Soul hit around Christmas of 2020. I think it was like Christmas Day 2020. They dropped it on Disney Plus. Because I remember watching it. And it was fine. It's like a weird take on the afterlife and reincarnation. Um, it's like Jamie Foxx playing a jazz musician teacher guy who falls down a manhole and dies and then meets um, and I can't remember her name she's a famous comedian um, who's playing like a this annoying spirit character in the afterlife Kathy and, Griffin no <laughs> no I, I don't remember uh, I I'm think sorry. she was in the new Ghostbusters but um Oh, um... It's one of them. What's her face? <laughs> yeah, the main one. I think. Oh. Uh, Amy something? Uh, maybe. Uh, Amy uh, Adams. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it, it, yeah, Jamie Foxx, he dies, but he doesn't want to pass on into the afterlife fully, so he teams up with this spirit person to try to get back in his body, but then she ends up in his body for a while and is all confused about how life works um, it was all right yeah I, i'm just surprised because this is it's literally the only one on this list that i've heard nothing about well actually luca i haven't heard anything about luca either yeah but. luca was the one where they did like a weird the animation looks different from what they usually do they actually it, it felt more like an aardman kind of you know, the, the just like it wasn't claymation, but it had like that kind of you know cartoonier expression to the way the characters were stylized. Huh. But otherwise, it's just like a fun, cute story about like a couple Italian merfolk kids who, when they come on land, turn into like human kids, and they uh, they just want to get a Vespa scooter. Um, so they like enter into a race, and there's like a bully, or they have to race against and stuff it was fine it's nothing amazing uh turning red the the one that everybody's mad at for no reason yeah i started watching it and felt like no this isn't for me and then i stopped and that's fine Fair. you know it, it's it's a movie hitting a target demographic that usually doesn't you know like coming of age girls doesn't really happen much so it's nice that they made something that but i'm not a 12 year old girl and i don't care i've never been a 12 year old girl mm. um <laughs> uh, surprise i guess yeah uh, light year we've talked about it on here it yeah is not the kind of movie that a buzz Lightyear movie should have been it it feels like there was no reason Pixar should have made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they probably thought it would do well as another Toy Story, but the movie they made is just baffling why they would try to go this serious with a Buzz Lightyear story. It's uh, like Buzz hey. is a character who wears, like, brightly colored space armor. You know, yeah. he's, he's not going to be having like a contemplative journey where he's traveling through time and watching everyone else age around him. You know, he's he's going to battle the evil emperor's urge for the fate of the galaxy. Yeah, he's he's, he's a quirky, he's, silly Flash Gordon-esque character. 
Yeah, he 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 was supposed to be like uh, because I I mean, Toy Story came out in the nineties. I think he's supposed to be like a Transformers GI Joe type. Like, oh, there's a cartoon, and you can buy the you could buy the action figure of the cartoon, which is what we really want to sell you. Yeah, I always figured it was that type of thing. Yeah, it's then... spaceman with real karate chop action, and instead they made <laughs> you know like the. Uh, Armageddon, like Bruce Willis, kind of <laughs> '90s sci-fi movie, and said this is the one that Andy saw and wanted to buy a toy. Do, I, I'm pretty sure I've told this before, but do you know why I, I I bust out laughing every time somebody brings up Armageddon? Uh, no. Um, it, it's well, first of all, it's because of uh, Saints Row Three. Mm. Uh, oh, they yeah, played the Aerosmith song at the beginning. Yeah, and secondly, it's because uh, I went to a wedding once where uh, the bride walked out to that song, <laughs> and I was like, "That was like the year that I played Saints Row 3 <laughs> and I I was dying on the inside. Yeah, because you, you know, like I couldn't laugh. <laughs> Don't want to close my eyes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're just imagining yourself climbing a missile. <laughs> Everyone's wishing you farewell. So I, I hear that when the bride's walking out at the wedding, and I'm, I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Mm. Oh, it was, it was, it was terrible. Um. <laughs> uh. Anyway, Armageddon kind of sucks. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like if young Andy in the 90s went and saw Contact and was like, I want a toy of Jodie Foster from Contact. (laughs) uh, That's the the first time anyone's ever said that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think of like serious '90s movies yeah. with fucking like Event time Horizon. Shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> on Event Horizon. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, who was the guy in that one? I mean, there were Sam Neil and oh, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne was more of the hero character. So it's like he went and saw. It's like I want a Lawrence Fishburne character. Uh, <laughs> You know, action figure with karate chop action that he used yeah. against Sam Neill. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne's most famous '90s sci-fi role mm. with karate <laughs> with karate action. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you push the button and just says, "We're getting the fuck off this ship." <laughs> oh no, the portal's trying to pull us into hell. Use your karate action. <laughs> <laughs> to get the fuck off the ship. <laughs> By the way, Lawrence Fishburne's character in um, Event Horizon is like the most sensible character mm. in a horror movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, okay, I don't like this. We're getting the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to blow it up and leave. And if Sam yeah. Neill hadn't gotten in the way, then they would have just done that without a problem. Yeah. You know that joke about uh, uh, black people in horror movies where, like, if they don't die, they're like, all right, we're just leaving. Mm. It's, it's that one. That that joke that every black comedian in the 90s made. Mm. 
Yeah, it's that. <laughs> just, just like, like you know, fuck no, <laughs> we're leaving. Yeah, just nope. Yeah. Well, no, that's a different. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's an, another horror movie about black people. <laughs> yeah. We should stop talking. We'll, yeah. we'll get canceled by our audience of four. Yeah. Yeah, if they haven't stopped listening already. It's all right. We we hit two hours. I go sleep. Yeah. They, they fell asleep sometime around home on the range. <laughs> yeah, no, we've set expectations for your coming year of watching all the Disney movies. Yeah, I mean, I will be. Nobody else has to, but you can if you want. I mean, I guess if you tell me which ones you're watching, I will still have Disney Plus so I can watch them. I'll have to do some math. Because, <laughs> mm. let's see, if I'm watching all the disney ones that's like 60 something and all the pixar ones which would be like 20 something mm. so that'd be like 90 movies yeah so it's like at um, least two to three per week yeah that would that would be four four per week four per no wait no 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 yeah two two per week i'm thinking um i was thinking per month but i did the oh. math wrong yeah anyway <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I'll see. I'll lay it out. There's mm. also movies that is, was apparently not by Disney Animation that I want to watch, but I I might not like uh, a goofy movie. Oh yeah, which, yeah. That's weird. That wasn't on there. I don't remember who made that. Yeah, because there's that one, and there's a very goofy movie. <clears throat> what it says is for production companies is Walt Disney. Hmm. I mean, maybe it's you know the their like straight to DVD group that did them. Yeah, because you know, none of yeah like that list didn't include like Jungle Book two and Mulan two and Cinderella two and three and uh, Aladdin two and three. Yeah, it it says uh, that one of the production companies is Disney Movie Tunes. Oh yeah, well, yeah I'm, that's I'm pretty there. sure it was the direct to video their secondary group yeah yeah i might throw that one in there we'll see Mm. like i mean i'm not watching tinkerbell and the legends of the never beast (laughs) but bambi 2 bambi's revenge (laughs) (laughs) that that hunter's gonna wish i was never born i mean i think if i remember right the Bambi original novel is supposed to be hitting the public domain either this year or next year. So maybe, I mean, we're already getting a Winnie the Pooh horror movie off of <laughs> the first book hitting public domain. So maybe we could get oh, a that, Bambi, you know, violent sequel. Bambi that's, Revenge that's other. That's, a, that's more movies that Jim Cummings does voice for because he does Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Mm. Um, anyway, I'll... I will keep track of that counter. That, okay. That's a like once we get to like uh, I don't know the eighties. I guess mm. th- that'll be a fun thing to do. All right, <laughs> we're we're already done. Oh, so, wow, this is a lot. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, because I well, I had a break in there, so it's you know minus a couple minutes. All right, I'm just gonna go through the list and just tell me if any of them stick out to you. Oh, the Disney um, teams. Yeah. Okay. DuckTales the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamp. 
I remember watching yeah. it as a kid. I don't remember much about it. I tried watching yeah. it more recently and didn't feel like watching the rest. Fair. Uh, the Return of Jafar is actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think I've wa- I've gone back and watched it, and it's about the quality level of the TV show. So that one's yeah. okay. The third one's a lot better. Yeah, King of Thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King of Thieves is great. Uh, uh, Return of Jafar has a really awesome cover, but the movie itself is uh, yeah. Um, but that that cover, movie. like the red cover of like Jafar his head looming over like a crystal ball with everyone inside of it like that's awesome yeah yeah i it the the um the posters come up when when you uh mouse over the names and yeah it's a it's a, a pretty great cover yeah um poster uh god i'm getting tired we've been, we've mm. been at this for a while yeah um a goofy movie is great yeah like just it's one of my favorites it's it's it might be the best on this list i don't know what else is on here though yeah i only remember seeing it on tv but i remember liking it um it's it's very 90s but that Mm. doesn't mean it's not good um pooh's grand adventure the search for crisper robin like it's more winnie the pooh it's yeah yeah, I don't. I think the Winnie the Poohs I watched the most were like the classic ones. Yeah, I I like the New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh TV show. Mm. That came on a lot. The yeah. theme song is constantly stuck in my head. Mm. Um, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. It's we, fine. Yeah, we talked about that on the Christmas episode. Yep. Bell's Magical World. I do not know. I didn't know it existed. Pocahontas 2 Journey to a New World. Holy shit. <laughs> that one, I, it's probably not good, but I remember as a kid being surprised and impressed that it was actually... Be- like it's it's a story where Pocahontas, you know, she's married to John yeah. and they go back to England, and then I found out historically that actually yeah, It's the actually one that's happened. actually... You're right. Yeah. So I was um, surprised by that because I had seen you know Pocahontas plenty of times and I knew that story, but I didn't know. Oh, she really yeah. did go back to England. Yeah, Pocahontas has a lot of, uh, uh, let's just say iffy stuff, mm. <laughs> but uh, like historically. Um, anyway, Lion King two, Simba's yeah. Pride. It's pretty good. It's Romeo and Juliet with lions. Yeah, instead of Hamlet. Yeah kind of on the nose but yeah sure. i mean well and then we got you know the lion king one and a half which is rosencrantz and gildenstern are dead <laughs> with the cast of right. lion king i yeah i think i think uh lion king 2 being romeo and juliet is kind of on the nose but then they they just put the lampshade on it and then it comes back around to being really funny yeah <laughs> um, yeah because well, yeah, you know because rosencrantz and gildenstern are dead is a play that is like you know, we're going to follow these two side characters from Hamlet around right. and have existential <laughs> stuff happen. And then Blanking One and a Half is just that, you know. Timon and Pumbaa are the yeah. Rosencrantz and Gildenstern of uh, that version of Hamlet. Yeah. Except they don't die. Yeah, it, it's it's just conceptually really funny. And yeah. uh, in practice, pretty funny, too. Um, 
Winnie the Pooh, Season of Giving. It's a Winnie the Pooh Christmas thing that I don't remember. Yeah. An extremely goofy movie. Not that great compared to the first one, but still decent. Mm. Um, the Little Mermaid 2. Uh, Is that the one with, with her daughter and Ursula's crazy yeah, sister? Yeah, played by Tara Strong. Oh. oh. And, yeah, Ursula's hot sister. Yeah. <laughs> you know, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it. I, I think people like it, though. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, like, as a kid, I don't have much... When I saw it as a kid, I didn't have much gauge for quality. But I do remember thinking, like, oh, that's weird. They, you know, went full circle with, like, Ariel goes to the human world, and now her daughter wants to go back to the undersea world. Yeah. And it's that same, like, striving for the other world, except uh, I guess the grass is always greener on the other side of the ocean. Yeah. <clears throat> the seaweed's always greener in somebody else's lake, as they say. Yeah. Um, Return to Neverland. I, I, I haven't seen that one. Cinderella 2. Um, I think that one was just a bunch of vignettes. Was, was the Cinderella 3... Third one is the one, the one where the evil stepmother gets a time travel thing, <laughs> and they have to it, stop her from destroying the timeline. Is that the one where like they just go like balls out with it and it's hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second one, I think, it's just a bunch of little vignettes around the Cinderella characters. Yeah. But the third one is the crazy pants time travels thing. <laughs> okay, here's the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but I think isn't that the one where he gets like a hunchback girlfriend or something? Uh, um, the I don't remember. Like I think that's the, one. This is a few of them that's just like everybody gets girlfriends, and I think that's one. Yeah, the the poster like there's a there's like a blonde woman on there. She's not. She's like very like stock disney okay um, maybe it's just a regular person and, and but they wanted like to, a little kid yeah they wanted to fix the ending of hunchback <laughs> where he was still too ugly to get with esmeralda yeah he's still too ugly to fuck um <laughs> yeah a very merry poo year <laughs> yeah it's more poo you're just yeah. pooping out the poo yeah more poo I, I love it just keep shoving it in my face yeah um, 101 Dalmatians 2 Patches London Adventure I remember liking sure. the cartoon Of 101 yeah. Dalmatians And I don't know if this is a continuation of that Or if it's Based more on the original movie Okay so I, I've kind of been ignoring this But some of these were theatrical yeah. Like they weren't all direct to video Like I thought a goofy movie was, and it is. Okay, I uh, guess that one was DuckTales. Yeah. DuckTales was theatrical. Return to Neverland was. Mm. Um, and these next two are uh, The Jungle Book 2, which... Mm. Which is Mowgli Gets a Girlfriend. Yes. Um, and Piglet's Big Movie. I, I don't think he gets a girlfriend. No, but it's more poo. And poo sells. Yeah. People like poo. People love poo. Yeah. Okay, now we have a title. There we go.
Yeah, you know, like Disney just keeps shoving poo down our throats and we <laughs> eat it up every time. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's public domain, so anyone can sell you poo. <laughs> Jay, dear, piece of shit. I mean, poo. Yeah. Yeah, poo. <laughs> Oh, okay. This next one is interesting. Atlantis, Milo return. M- Milo's return. That one is three episodes of a canceled TV show slammed yeah. together and sold as a movie. <laughs> Literally, uh, that's all it is. It's just I love, I love this poster of the fucking nerdy mm. <laughs> uh, character, like shirtless, riding a riding a um, techno fish. Yeah, like, it, it's them like from the ski. end of the movie. You know, like, they got, uh... Uh... Spacing on the name. Princess. She's in the queen dress in the picture. Kiva? Uh, now, Kiva was the one from, um... um, um, um right. Uh... The giant robots. You dig giant uh, robots. Right. Um... Kida. Magus. Yeah. Ki- yeah, Kidagakash is the princess. Kiva is from um megas yeah megas 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 XLR. XLR. yeah i see that too but yeah (laughs) at at the very end of atlantis milo is in that like tunic you know bare chest thing as you know king or queen's concert i however they gave him the role uh because keto was the queen and that's Um, her queen she yeah if if she was queen, he would be king consort or prince consort. Yeah, um, yeah. To give her because her father Leonard Nimoy died yeah. in the movie. Yeah, I I think the way it works is like if she's the queen and she's the ruler, he would be prince consort. Yeah, because otherwise king would like outrank the queen. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, not, I don't think they even important. bother to give his title in it because it, it it they started making a TV show. I guess either ran out of budget or ran out of plots and then took what they had and called it a movie. So it's like this one episode yeah. where they're like out in like the Midwest doing some kind of cowboy adventure thing and there's and there's, there's just a kraken. And there's one where they go there's like a Viking thing and I think I don't know, Ragnarok happens or something. <laughs> As it does. Yeah. Yeah, it happens and they stop it. Uh, with Atlantean magic. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, they Fucking... made a lot of TV spin-offs of the show that I watched and don't remember. Like there was a Tarzan show and I watched it and I don't remember it. Yeah. And there was I, a I a Lilo and I Stitch weirdly... show that I watched and I remember a couple episodes. I remember the Lilo and Stitch one. I I I remember part of the Tarzan show like they had all the animals talk way too much because mm. like in, in the movie they talk because Tarzan can understand them yeah sometimes but like when the the human characters get there they basically stop talking yeah. because they can't understand them yeah um oh but they talk a lot in the cartoon <laughs> yeah I think the only thing I remember from the cartoon is Queen Law because she's a character from the lore and also because I was a horny teenager. Yeah, you was. Yeah, I mean, it was around the same time as Queen Tyranny and Duck Dodgers. Yep. And the Cheetah Lady from Aladdin, except I guess that was like a decade before. <laughs> or no, she was, a, she, was a, she was a panther. 
the Mirage, the the Panther Lady from the Aladdin cartoon. I do not remember that, but I'm very happy for you that you do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a furry. I, I, I just have a type. Would not. Yeah. And sometimes furries <laughs> fit that type, and sometimes they don't. Uh, is Maid Marian a redhead? <laughs> <laughs> it, well, she's red all over, so <laughs> yes, the carpet probably matches the braids. <laughs> she's got red in all the right places. <laughs> Oh fuck me! Oh, uh, so Lion Disney tune things. Yeah, Lion Lion King one and a half. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, springtime with Rue. It's more poo. Yep. Poo for days. Um, um, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, the Three Musketeers. I did a reference to that. Hmm. Um, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Wait, where's Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas? Was that it? That must have been a different studio. Yeah, that was probably just like a TV special or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, the Mulan TV two. special. Oh uh, yeah, Mulan two, the other one where they all get girlfriends. Because it's all yeah. all the comedy side characters. They, they're tasked. Man, I wish with... Mulan got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because it because that's just it was one where it's like. Okay, we got these three princesses, and you have to escort them to their arranged marriages, but they don't want to have arranged marriages, and now they're falling for the three comedy sidekicks from Mulan and shenanigans. This episode is like four times longer than it needs to be, just because I I take breaks to blow my nose. Well, I mean, those will get clipped. Um, yeah. Um, Pooh's Heffalump movie. It's more Pooh. More there's poo, there's you just love it. so much Pooh. Yeah. We're drowning in it. Yeah, um, Disney Tunes just puts out so much poo. It's amazing. Yeah, Tarzan too. He's a he's a kid. Oh um, yeah, I forgot that one existed. Me too. Uh, Lilo and Stitch too. Stitch has a glitch. I think that yeah, led that, into the show. Yeah, that was part of the TV show. It was like a spinoff of the TV show. Yeah, I I think I think they kind of made a movie and used it as the pilot. Maybe. Might have um, been, yeah. Um, Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie. Okay. okay. It's a franchise. Yep. More Pooh. Yep. Kronk's New Groove. Not great. Kronk mm. is awesome, but... Yeah, <laughs> but it's just... The writing is it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a real kicker. Bambi 2. <laughs> Yeah, I knew there was a Bambi too. When I was joking about Bambi's revenge, I don't think that's the plot of this one. It's like fifty-six years later. Yeah. Well, I guess if the original still sells every time you take it out of the vault, then maybe there's a market. Bambi two, Bambi fucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't Bambi have a girlfriend in the original movie? I think so. The one who was I, like I think... stalking her or something. Yeah, I, I think like. No, I'm thinking of the end of Jungle Book. No, never mm. mind. I don't remember Bambi. Because um, I remember in Jungle Book, <laughs> Mowgli's like, I don't want to leave the jungle. And then he sees a human girl and he's like, Yeah. He just leaves the jungle. That was right at the end. But I think, like, during Bambi, he's just like prancing. There's like a flirty scene where he's like hiding behind leaves or something and like pokes out and says, Oh, dear. Boo, to a 
girl deer or the girl deer did it to him i don't know i think actually maybe the girl deer was the one who was trying to approach him and he was just shy and stumbling over himself i i do not i haven't seen bambi in a very long time we'll find out soon yep uh brother bear too don't know don't care yep the fox and the hound too okay two fox two hound I mean, if there aren't two foxes and two hounds in here, they can go in. Son of a bitch. Oh my god. I'm not gonna survive. No, we just have to clear uh, the rest of this list and then we're, we're good. Yeah, we'll have a clear giant the rest episode of, the list. of talking about Disney stuff that we might or might not have seen. I'm not even watching me. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. Yep, yeah, that's, that's the time travel one. Um, Disney Princess Enchanted Tales Follow Your Dreams. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning. I um, didn't know that one existed. The one where Ariel goes through puberty, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Tinkerbell. Yeah, the first of many Tinkerbells. Tinkerbell and the Lost Treasure. Mm. Tinkerbell and the Great Fairy Rescue. Tinkerbell, Secret of the Wings. Tinkerbell, Play. Fairy Road. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Tinkerbell Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Morton Joe is Captain Hook and he's trying to get these fairies back. <laughs> oh my god. Um planes. It's like cars, yeah, but, but somehow they're, worse. They're, but they have wings. Yeah. And tragic backstories. Tinkerbell, the pirate fairy. Mm. Planes fire and rescue. Yep. Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast. Um, and that's it. They apparently went out of business in 2015. Okay, they didn't just died making Tinkerbell movies. Yep. Well, I mean, I think by the time they were just making uh, Tinkerbell and Planes movies hmm. for like, yeah, it was just an years. AI doing all their writing and animation for them. Yeah, it was it was over at that point. <laughs> God, those were theatrical releases. Well, I guess if they made money, half the thing. <laughs> Half the, half the Tinkerbell movies were theatrical releases. Yeah, you gotta have something to take your kids to. And apparently Bambi 2 was a partial theatrical release? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. a limited run theatrical release in LA so it could qualify for the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they really thought Bambi 2. <laughs> they gotta make it so it can qualify for an oscar so they can submit it for consideration let's see what year was that 2006 yeah well yeah it might have beat like chicken little or home on the range or whatever was coming out at that point yeah that probably would have been more like um meet the robinsons territory i think Mm. anyway it doesn't matter we're done yeah that's the list yep um okay, so yeah. anybody who's still awake uh congratulations hope 
you if you have any thoughts yeah. on Disney movies, feel free to post them on the yeah. uh <coughs> Shack Discord in the fan productions box, which is the only place that I post this podcast anymore. Um Yay, Twitter's a dumpster fire. Yeah. I I dropped off of it a while ago. Um Yeah. So Yep. Until next time, uh yeah, well stay, stay funky. funky. Yeah, we brought it back. <laughs> old catchphrase (laughs) until next time remember Pokemon sucks Mm -hmm. see I brought it back around like um, Karama's uh, vine thorny vine web I I, I don't remember the name for it that's the worst way to end a podcast (laughs) yeah yeah People love poop. Shove it in places where it shouldn't be.